Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, back in the uh, big chair in the main studio. i got to remember how to do this again. We do this whenever we take calls so I can see uh, the phone lines hooking up. It's 780-496-0063. That is our River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. we got about 25 minutes left left in the show, and we're uh, going to uh, open up the phone lines to hear from you. So, here's the thing. We had Zach Cassian on the show. Uh, my theory is you're going to see Zach playing in the top nine this year. Do the Oilers have a top nine? Like, with the additions now of Hyman and Fogle, uh, the emergence last season of Yessa Pugliarvi, I mean, at some point, kind of Yamamoto's going to be back here. Uh, we know that. And my hope is that Yamamoto will be back for training camp. Do the Edmonton Oilers have a top nine? Is it a different-looking forward group up front? You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. Or, um, and, and I also mentioned to you that uh, it's open Monday to Saturday. Or you can call us on the River, Re- River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement Bet on it. So where are we at here with the Oilers' uh, top nine? We're going to get uh, Brendan Escott to provide us a little bit of insight on that momentarily, but not before we go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing, company-branded apparel, products, and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. What do you got, Brendan? All right. On Saturday, the Oilers did sign 24-year-old uh, Cooper Marodi to a one-year, two-way contract extension. It's worth $750,000. He will have to clear waivers now to move between the NHL and Bakersfield. Uh, we talked a lot about rookie camp opening up on the 15th, uh, September 18th for the game at Rogers Place. No fans at that one. And then they'll play again down in Calgary against the Flames rookies on the 20th. Blue Jackets assistant coach Sylvain Lefebvre was let go by the team for refusing to get vaccinated. That, of course, violates NHL uh, COVID policy, and that results in Steve McCarthy being promoted from the Cleveland uh, Monsters to an assistant, uh, um, yeah, an assistant role on uh, Brad Larson's NHL staff. Oil Kings uh, beat Red Deer 5-3 in their preseason opener on Saturday. St. Albert's uh, Jacob Boucher with two goals. Edmonton now visits Saskatoon for a pair of exhibition contests Friday and Saturday night. U of A Golden Bears knocked off Red Deer College, as you mentioned uh, earlier on the show there, Bob, 4-1 Friday, 6-3 on Saturday this weekend, a home-and-home against the Mount Royal Cougars. Starts at the Claire Drake on Friday. All right, so that's NHL today again for Elite Promotional Marketing. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063 or call in on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Uh, Top nine, Brendan. Like, come on, is it not a slam dunk that this is... So the team has been the number one team in the power play in the NHL last two years. It's not even close in terms of the power play scores over the course of the last two years. I know I tweeted it out earlier uh, today that Connor McDavid, 80 points on the power play last two seasons. Dreisaitl, 76. The next highest scoring player was Nathan McKinnon with 56 points. So the Oilers are now, so you're sitting there, they've had the number one power play in the league. Nugent Hopkins is tied for uh, 10th, by the way, with 44 power play points. He's like 
five points. He's five points out of fifth place. That's how good the Oilers' power play. So we know they can score in the power play, but the challenge is come playoff time, you don't get as many power plays. It's just the way it is, even when you have the best player in the world and guys are water skiing off them. So now they bring in Hyman, and they add Fogel. You had Pugliarvi take a quantum step forward. I'm not sure how it's going to work between McLeod and Derek Ryan. Where are you at confidence-wise with the Oilers' top nine at this stage? You know, we get accused of of carrying water if you're optimistic, but this group coming out of this offseason, this has me very optimistic. You know, this is to me, I am at 90% that this is a top 10, you know, group in the in the league at this point in the top nine. Anyway, I mean, the fourth line, we'll see what uh, what it ends up materializing into. But, you know, you got to tip your cap to the fact that there are two of the top three players in the world in this in this lineup and you just insulated them with guys that complement their games very well both five on five in the case of Hyman and and the, what he can do in front of the net you know I think back to uh, going the past season when Alex Chason was the guy in in front of the net on the power play you, know, you put Zach Hyman in that position and I think things are even more uh, proficient in that sense too. well I'm going to throw something at you right now do you have to have McDavid and Dry settle on their own line and I'm serious about this. Could Just back to how Zach Cassian was used against Winnipeg. Who was he playing with in that quadruple overtime, or that, that uh, three-overtime game, right? He was playing with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was, was centering uh, that line for a large... Could you play Hyman with Nugent Hopkins and Cassian? Probably, and yeah, then you yeah, play, yeah. and then you play McDavid with Drysaddle and Pulleyarvi. Do you have to like? And just so everybody's aware, today at the captain skate, McDavid and Drysaddle were centering their own lines, so they were out there. That's, I. But I, I, I think that you've got the chance to serve up the curveball. You can always go to the whip if you have to, and I think that Hyman coming in kind of changes it a bit. And also, there was. Nugent Hopkins is a really heady, smart player. He doesn't have to play left wing all the time. Sometimes he can play center. And then what that allows you to do is create a soft minutes matchup against with a guy who wins faceoffs. Derek Ryan's like a 57% career faceoff guy. He was down a little bit last year, but he's been a pretty good faceoff man and a right shot guy. So you're going to have some puck possession, and he's a smart player. So is it too little of size if you have Yamamoto with Derek Ryan and theoretically Fogel? Like, is that? See, I'm, I'm kind of, and then where are you at with McLeod? See, if you do that, then McLeod's insulated and he's playing on the fourth line. If you've seen McLeod whipping around the ice, he doesn't look like a fourth line guy, okay? He looks like a guy that's capable in, in, in a lot of situations and playing third line. One more thing to think about here. We are back to a regular scenario for the Edmonton Oilers in terms of the Pacific Division. I know the Americans love to talk down the Canadian Division last year, except the easiest division was not the Canadian Division. The easiest division was the division that had... I mean, look at the record that Vegas and Colorado had last year. They beat up on the other teams in their division. Now, Edmonton doesn't have Arizona in their division this year. Arizona's already declared their course of action. They're, I mean, they're trading players for picks. The only I mean, somebody said to me the other day, well, the only three guys they're not trading are uh, Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, and Jacob Chickering. And I was like, no, they're only trading. They're only not trading one of those guys, and that's Chickering. 
if they could, they would trade either Keller or Schmaltz at this stage of the game. So it's an interesting one for me to see how exactly it's. I think the Oilers are going to have a lot of opportunities to get a guy like McLeod a lot of minutes. And Brendan, I've got a wild card for you. It's a bit of a wild card on the team on fourth line left wing. I think most of us think that Shore is going to play there, but here's a theory as well that can be discussed. And then we'll get to a bunch of the texts because they're, they're coming in hot and heavy on the uh, Ashley Fine Floors text line. I think Tyler Benson's going to be on the team. I think he's going to be on the team. Like Somebody said to me, well, what about a PTO? Like Tyler Innes. Like, do you, do you bring Tyler Innes on a PTO? The problem, here's the thing. Tyler Innes likely has an opportunity to play over in Russia. Okay or in Europe. Those guys usually have that to fall back on. If you're the Oilers and you have Benson, you know what Ennis can do, but you have Benson and you're not sure. Do you sit there and put Tyler, like let's say you bring Ennis in and Ennis is a little bit better than him in the preseason. Then you're turning around and signing Ennis on an NHL deal. That means you're putting Tyler Benson on waivers. And what happens if Benson goes on waivers to a team and actually looks like he can play at the NHL level, and you didn't give him that opportunity based on training camp. Do you not need to maybe have Benson on the NHL team for 35 to 40 games so you know what you got here? Because this year he's got to clear, and I think he gets picked up based upon the like Because the orders are in a different place now, Brendan. They're not sitting there at a... There's been past years where they... like. The last two seasons, Ken Holland didn't have much to work with. You had guys like Haas and Nygaard on the team, older European guys coming over. And you could afford the luxury of, of farming down Marodi and Benson. Now you don't have that luxury anymore. They could, th- those two guys, I could theoretically foresee a scenario. By the way, Marodi's deal is 750 in the NHL, 150 in the American Hockey League. There's no guarantee. So it's not like he's making, because sometimes a guarantee gets put in those deals. And that scares teams off. My guess is the agent did not want the guarantee because it increases the probability that uh, theoretically another organization would pick him up. I'm gonna. I think Benson's gonna make especially because it's like with Holloway. There's just too many rumblings right now, and I'm concerned that there may be a challenge there with Holloway. I'm thinking Benson's going to end up on the hockey team at the start. Your thoughts? I think he's going to get pushed by the two guys they've got there. One they had in Shore, the other they brought in in Perlini. But, you know, it's a luxury that they have now in part because they don't need to fill that roster depth spot with a veteran. They can bring in a guy that they can have that experimental set of games with, whether it's nine, whether it's 30, whatever you want to do in Benson. And they've got that now because they're deep enough in the first three left-wing spots on the roster that they can, you know, see what they've got. And frankly, if you use second-round draft capital on uh, this player and you've nursed him along this far in your own organization, let's let's cash in. Let's push the chips to the middle on this guy because the Seattle Kraken and I'm sure a plethora of other teams are circling him like a hawk right all, now. All right. Uh, I think Arizona might be a team. That I'm looking at, like, it's a team like that. Here we go. This text comes in on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, I so much want to look at both Benson and Marody. Way too much talent to waste. Another texter says, uh, Bob, Hopkins, Nugent Hopkins is too soft to play effectively at center, especially in the playoffs. I thought Ryan Nugent Hopkins was fine 
in the series against Winnipeg when he got moved in the middle. I thought he was, I didn't think he's hurting the orders as well. Again, you can text us at 780 496 0063. Tidbit says, Bob, uh, great show today. The Oilers are going to have an amazing regular season. I'm calling it right now. Duncan Keith bounce back and makes Team Canada. Oh, I would say that would be a severe long shot. I'll tell you who is going to make Team Canada. Darnell Nurse is going to make Team Canada. That's who's going to make Team Canada up front. Uh, Bob, have you seen how many draft picks the Arizona Coyotes have next year in the first four rounds? It's, I, I think, Brandon, just go to, you can find it on Cap Friendly for Arizona. I think they have five second round picks. I think they might be at 12 picks overall. Keep texting us. That's from uh, Dino Bambino. Again, you can text us 780 496 0 63. We're in uh, text on the CFL. Bob, uh, out of uh, Ryan and Stoney, says this is the year to make it or break it for Zach Cassian. If he doesn't make an impact for the second year in a row, then the Oilers need to trade him. Simply providing a physical presence uh, presence doesn't warrant three plus million from Ryan from Stoney. Well, Cassian's got to do it, but you know what? I think Cassian's also going to get an opportunity. The I think the coach is, is recognized. They need Cassian's presence as well. How many picks does Arizona have in the first four rounds next year? Uh, ten total. One, if the first round they have three, the second round they have five, third round and fourth round uh, they have a pair or so, one each. All right, so they got eight picks in the first uh, two rounds. So they have. They have. Did they get a number one for Ekman Larson? They got Vancouver's number one. So they got Vancouver's number one, and now they have. I, I lied. That's so they got that, but that was four that they used on Gunther, and then this is a second rounder next year from Vancouver. Okay, as well. so. Whose first rounders do they have? Uh, Montreal and Colorado. All right, right for the camper trade. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> and, and I'm told they're not done yet. I'm told that they're. St- I don't know who they got left, but I'm told they're not done yet in terms of moving bodies out. Uh, Bob, I hope the Oilers let Holloway marinate in the A and give our boys uh, from Bakersfield a shot. I got news for you. Like there is a possibility that Holloway. Just with the type of injury that it is, that we're looking at a longer time frame here. Uh, I don't. I would say that he's gonna when he plays, he's starting in the A. That's just. I don't see how it, it happens. Um, this text comes in. I really never thought of it before, but I actually like running McDavid and Drysaddle together with Paul Harvey, and then having Nugent Hopkins, Hyman, and possibly Cassian on the second line. What are your thoughts? Well, I I agree with that. I mean, that's I think you're going to see nights where that happens, and then they create a soft minutes matchup with uh, Fogle, with Ryan and Yamamoto. Uh, <laughs> RNH is a two-way player. McDavid hasn't proven that yet. He hasn't sold the idea to guys. I, I don't know. I thought I, I thought Connor had a pretty good two-way performance last season. And correct me if I'm wrong here. We're not going to be able to get to all the texts that have come in right now. Um, both Benson and Marodi have earned the shot at making the Oilers lineup. They deserve that chance, in my opinion. Well, I think they're going to get. The other, the other guy to factor in here is Turris, who was playing center today, uh, but may see some time in the right wing as well. 
We're actually not going to get uh, Brendan to the, the the final calls that have just come in here around 148, 149.9. Just because we got to take a quick timeout. Keep the Texas coming, but uh, we will return with this day in Oilers history for New West Travel when we come back. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation at Royal Pizza is the Mediterranean chicken. Brendan, are you going to watch Lamar Jackson tonight? The Ravens uh, taking on the Raiders? I'll be dialed in, absolutely. Now, there is a player that uh, I believe is still not vaccinated in the NFL. Uh, given all of the challenges the Ravens have had, like, do they have any playmaker? I mean, they've how many running? They lost J.K. Dobbins. Uh, they ended up losing the Gus bus, Gus Edwards. They brought in Latavius Murray here just in the last week. It's going to be intriguing to see. They lost, who was there? Was it Rashad uh, Perryman? It was their first round pick as well. He got hurt. He's out the first four month, uh, four weeks of the season. It's, it's, I love just, and I think the listeners know this, I really love watching Lamar Jackson. He's electrifying. Absolutely Electrifying. He's going to have to be, right? He's a thousand yard rusher last year. And without a running back, a true running back, they're going to need him to be again. He's the only quarterback in NFL history with 30 uh, wins as a starter, 5,000 yards passing, 2,500 yards rushing in his first three years in the NFL. Yeah, but Bob, he's only one in three in the playoffs. He's not that good. This day in Oilers history for New West travel. And we're going to have information on upcoming Oilers now roadies. Well, I'll give you a little bit of a hint. Uh, a prominent West Coast city in a very popular sort of Vegas Central Division, if you can think about it. That's where we're probably going to go. Uh, this this is actually, it's a lot of Oiler players, but it's not technically Oiler's news on this date. I remember this well. We were nervous, nervous that. Canada was going to lose to the Russians. What happened? Yeah, 1987, Grant Fear gets the start and goal. Wayne Gretzky tallies five assists, including uh, on Mario Lemieux's game winner as Team Canada beats the Soviet Union 6-5 in double overtime game two of the Canada Cup Finals. Paul Coffey had a, a two-point night and Marc Messier added a helper. That was uh, that series of games, those three games, and maybe it's because the scores were all like, I think they were all 6-5. Certainly game two and three were. It was game one, 6-5, or was it 5-4? Anyhow, as electrified a hockey, and you know what? It was during the Cold War. Like, the word hate got used. Well, actually, I think it circled back into the lexicon of our jargon today based upon how uh, diametrically opposed the left and the right are on significant political issues right now. But we didn't like the Russians back then, you know? And ultimately, uh, Canada got it done. And part of the reason why they got it done is Mario Lemieux getting it done. Double OT 
against Russian game two, six, five against Soviet Union. All right. Uh, what's Reed Wilkins got an inside sports? Tonight? He's got probably a little bit of Elks uh, conversation going on. Is that right? Yeah, coming off of that loss, you'll hear from uh, Blake Dermott from here on 630. Chad, uh, Oilers forward Ryan Nugent Hopkins, you'll hear from him as well. And former LA uh, MLB and Montreal Expos pitcher Mike Johnson. There you go. Now, I used to see uh, Mike's dad around town at various establishments back in the day. Good guy. All right, tomorrow is a Tuesday, and our guests will include Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing. Friday and is it now Friday and Saturday evening. It's a Century Mile Racetrack. Full fan access. You can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com. Uh, they had about 4,000 fans out for the Canadian Derby on uh, Saturday night, same night as the Elks game, post time, 6.15 p.m. And we'll have Edmonton Oil Kings general manager, Kurt Hill, on tomorrow's show as well. Special thanks to our guests today, including Oilers assistant general manager, Keith Gretzky, Oilers forward, Zach Cassian, and, oh, by the way, yes, indeed, John Shannon. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. Monday through Friday here on 6.30 Ched. It is 6.30 Ched Afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye from 3 to 6. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Ched.